boots with plenty of heel for grabbing stirrups. A nickel-plated, ivory-gripped Smith & Wesson 44 double-action rode in a hand-tooled holster. How am I? Still poor as a hind-tid calf, that's how. Josiah Kitchens finally replied. You must be Cass Everett. Nobody else around here needs two rifle scabbards. Cass ignored the barb. Old man Kitchens had been born with a pine cone lodged up his sitter. How's the farm? Cass asked him. I'm still sharecropping for the grasshoppers. The old man squinted as if puzzled. Decided to come home, huh? Just for a visit. Been a while since my folks laid eyes on me. Hope they still recognize me. Kitchens gave him a searching look. Well, gotta get. You take care, boy. Without another word, the old farmer clucked to his dray team and the wagon lumbered off. Cass sat his horse for a minute, puzzled. Old man Kitchens had always been a queer fish, but he must be getting worse. Or else Cass's reputation around here was sinking even lower and nobody wanted to be seen with him. However, a half hour later he met another traveler who was more than willing to share human company. Cass overtook a conveyance heading in the same direction he was, a colorful drummer's wagon covered with gold scrollwork and painted screens. A middle-aged man in a straw boater and a baggy sack suit occupied the bench seat. As Cass drew alongside on the left, the drummer removed his straw hat and fanned himself with it, revealing heavily oiled hair parted in the middle to the nape of his neck. "'Howdy, stranger,' he called out in a suave baritone. This heat would peel the hide off a Gila monster, eh? And we're only in late May. Cass nodded, reining in to keep pace with the wagon. We got two seasons down here, hot and hotter than hell. The drummer laughed. Glad you came by. I'm pure people-starved. Newsbaum's the name. Hiram Newsbaum from Shreveport. Pleased to meet you. Call me Cass. The drummer's studious eye swept over the man on the chestnut. He proffered a bottle from under the seat. Old Tanglefoot? Cass shook his head. Much obliged, but my ma will smell it on me and raise the dickens. She's got Methodist feet. Religion's a fine thing in other people. Nussbaum tipped the bottle and wiped his mouth on his sleeve. Say, Texas is mighty big, all right. This is my first trip down here, and I've never seen so much land and sky. Room enough to swing a cat in, my pa likes to say. Cass glanced at the black-handled Remington the drummer wore in a shoulder rig. I hear very few men in Texas live to old age, the drummer explained, seeing Cass eye the gun. You hear right, I'd say. The Comanches are subdued, but since the war, this state's crawling with curly wolves armed to the teeth. Again, the drummer's curious eyes raked over the tall young man. I'm not one to nose a man's back trail, but you don't appear to be from these parts. Born and bred, Cass assured him. Nowadays, though, you might call me itinerant. Cass had come to manhood during the bloody era following the Great Rebellion, a war that created plenty of easy-go killers in Texas. Resolute and defiant, he had been determined not to let himself or his family fall prey to the ruthless murderers, Comanche and White, marauding through post-war Texas. After toiling long hours in the traces to coax crops out of the dry earth, he practiced endlessly behind the barn with his crippled father's old single-action colt. By dint of sheer will and hard work, he honed his aim to lethal perfection, 
and eventually developed a draw one newspaper wag up in Kansas described as quicker than eyesight. However, no man could outshoot a drought. When the Everett's hardscrabble farm eventually went under, only seventeen-year-old Cass could save his family. Forced to leave home in search of wages, he began a ten-year frontier odyssey that against his will secured his place in the pantheon of storied Texas gunfighters. Teamster, express rider, railroad guard, he, with his Smith & Wesson forty-four, earned a wider reputation with each hard case who pulled down on him and got himself planted. However, he truly earned the unwelcome moniker of gunfighter as a bounty hunter, running to ground the hardest of the hard cases, the killers of no church conscience few others would pursue. "'Well, friend,' Nussbaum called above the rattling of his tug-chains, "'have you finally come home to husband the land?' I'd rather be caught and ready.